And you, you gotta understand, powerful incumbents like this almost never lose primaries. But it gets even more surprising when you learn more about the person who beat him, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Nobody would think that a real BX Puerto Rican girl would be able to run for Congress in New York City. 28 years old, running her first campaign. She's a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. Until last November, she was working as a bartender. I speak like a girl from the block because I learned how to speak Spanish on the street. Yo, this is so amazing, man. Not only would she be the youngest female ever elected to Congress, she'd also be the first member of Congress that talks like Cardi B. Like, this is so dope. <laughs> she's like out there. I love it, and I love that she's proud as well. She'd be like, that's right, we're looking for health care, okay? <laughs> like, can you imagine her up on Capitol Hill talking to Mitch McConnell, be like, I, I don't think that that's appropriate. She'd be like, don't tell me what you think is appropriate. I'm not voting for you. I guess we could also talk a little bit about Eric Garcetti and, uh... All right, so I actually have to say something to you, both of you. Okay. I, I, re- I didn't realize this before, like... But, like, not only does no one know who Eric Garcetti is... No one knows who a single mayor of Los Angeles is. Not a single. <laughs> you don't know one. Richard Reardon no, or no. Antonio Villaraigosa. Or... I am not. I am not even trying to shit you. Like I actually looked this up myself because I was trying to think. Like, wait a minute, have I heard? Because I everybody knows all the mayors of New York City, and I was looked it up and I went through the yep. list. I'm like, I literally have never heard of any of these people. Yeah, even. Once this guy wants from, to be the fucking president. <laughs> it's not, it's not gonna happen. I could name probably more random mayors from different parts of the country than I could than any most people can than like any mayor of Los Angeles. They're just not like that famous. I don't know why. Yeah. I assume it's because they're not that powerful, but they're not. Well, it's also because they don't do shit. They don't do anything, the mayors of Los Angeles. Uh so that could be an element of it too. The big thing is is that the mayor of Los Angeles, because Los Angeles is so big and because we have such little representation, the L.A. County Board and the City Council are both insanely, insanely powerful. That Those two t- tiny bodies control pretty much everything within the entire Southern California region. It's wild. Billions and billions of dollars in the hands of 18 people, maybe, 20. It's tiny. And the mayor, the, the reason why Garcetti got elected is that he is like a legacy politician. He's the son of Gil Garcetti, who is most famous for failing to prosecute O.J. Simpson. And that is what they do. They, they, they are always on TV. They are always making cameos in bad movies and, and sitcoms and even soap operas. They're always yeah. partying with celebrities. And they're always boosting up more powerful Democrat politicians. They've never yeah. served a purpose beyond that figurehead role. But Bar- Garcetti, he was on the city council. So he thinks that because he has a lot of experience running Los Angeles and badly, uh, that he can be the president. I think people, there's been like some pickup in talking about Garcetti just because like there's like the, you know, will he run? Is he going to try the like, you know, like fucking Ezra Klein interviewed right, him recently. That dumbass being, oh, is that going to be the like, uh, you know, the guy that's going to be the mayor running for president or whatever? <laughs> but that's Ezra Klein. He's like he, yeah, he I, had I to scour really the country to find some like dipshit. To find yeah. somebody neoliberal enough for him to uh, interview. Yeah. Well, I mean, if anyone from Los Angeles is going to, like, run and be the president, it's going to be fucking, like, an actor. It's not going right. to be fucking the mayor of Los Angeles. <laughs> like, that is, like, the, that's not, like, everyone's going to be like, whoa, like, the mayor of where celebrities are from? Like, no one gives a shit. We elect celebrities now. Let's start out. All right. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm Leslie the Third. Uh, I'm Jack Allison. I'm Jonathan Daniel Brown. And uh, today's struggle session is about how poor, poor... Um, Mr. Alan Dershowitz and other, you know, reasonable, civil, you know, centrist um, politicians. Trump supporters. On both sides, good people on both sides, are yeah. now being hunted for sport um, in the yeah. streets by the likes of Ma- Maxine Waters. 
the and purge Antifa has happened, death squad. And, it, and it's happening in Martha's Vineyard. Like, and, and there's, there's, I know we're laughing, but it's, it's not funny. No, like, it's not. The, 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 these people's lives have been deeply, deeply affected by their support of a man that they intermittently call uh, the next Hitler. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like it's weird. Like you, you, you spend half the time, or ha- at least half your friends are calling him Hitler, and then you're surprised when people are like mad at you when you support him. Like, I, that's that's. I don't know how that happens. Uh, it's it's a really, really funny thing uh, that people are uh, getting in the faces of politicians and having the audacity to ruin their dinners. Uh huh. Because it isn't dinner isn't dinner sacred for us as Americans? Like, aren't there some things that we just should have the the kindness not to touch? Isn't just going out and, and having, you know, your food brought to you hot on a platter, isn't that an inalienable right for all of us? Well, Have if you ever you thought afford, about that, liberals? We, well, the few people who can still afford to eat out, because as we know, sure. like, a lot of family restaurants uh, chains are like closing because people can't afford them anymore. Right. Well, um, now more than ever, now that only rich people can do it, now more than ever, it's a right worth, you know, protecting. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you, yes, you are supporting uh, a politician who, um, after Obama deported, you know, three million people, is continuing sure. that in an extremely brutal way, has found new ways to make it even more brutal and damaging yeah. and horrific. And all, and like, but you're at the end of the day, like, you're just following orders. So absolutely. why shouldn't, you know, the waitress at the Mexican restaurant you're ordering from follow your right. orders and bring you your food um, uh-huh. when you want it. Like, Isn't I, that her job? Like, you know, maybe this waitress who's, you know, uh, uh, life like is actually tangibly, tangibly affected by the politics you like actually do or support, you know, maybe her life actually can be affected by it in a way that like yours never, ever will be. But she should still out of civility and out of kindness and out of a respect for bipartisanship, uh, bring you your whatever you choose to order. Like, and that's really what it comes down to. It's like if we don't have civility, we have mm-hmm. nothing. Um, as Chuck yeah, Schumer said, as Chuck chaos. Schumer said, it's un-American. It, it is, is un-American. un-American. I can think it of is un-American. Nothing that- less American than like ever making a politician suffer even like the most mm-hmm. insignificant uh consequence absolutely for their i mean america and violent actions in all the history of america and in, in in you know even when you think back to the founding of america even yeah. like the fake version of the founding of america that they like teach in american schools like there's never ever been a time when people like fought back against politics that they disagreed with held the, you know, hold the making, powerful accountable never yeah i mean That's like not what we do like, you know it's like can you imagine if like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, like, wasn't able to get the tea she wanted because some fucking asshole went and, like, threw it into the river or something? Good God. That's just a hypothetical. Yeah, I mean, it'd be terrible if somebody jerked off in Stephen Miller's Alfredo pasta. Absolutely (laughs) awful. Yeah. Deplorable, I say. Well, I don't know if that was... Going on in seventeen seventy six, but I, I wouldn't. You know, uh, Leslie, I I think that it was actually just. Yeah, so you I know. think I think I think dirty politicians have been eating yeah. the uh, the feces of the people they take advantage of for a long time. They just. Don't I, know I'd it. like to think. I'd like to think anyway. But it, but anyway, it's like you know. But you know, what what's happening now? It's just like it's beyond the pale, really. It's mm-hmm. like like people are talking about you know uh, baby jails. I'm like, okay, yeah. We've had baby jails for a while, folks. You weren't mad yeah. before. So why are you suddenly taking it out on like the people responsible for them now? For doing the power it. to yeah. for making it more efficient to put yeah. babies in jail. Yeah, if, any, if like, anything, they've just made the baby jails like a that's much smoother, business. better. That's process. what businessmen more, do. More profitable yeah. too. Like what's more mm-hmm. important than that? I mean, you have to up efficiency, and you ha- and that you know that that just means you have to like increase the supply to meet the new demand. You know Look, what I mean? They're putting. Uh, uh, they're putting the babies in a jail that used to be a Walmart. Now they yes. built a super Walmart down the street, of course, after yeah. they um, closed down all the local bi- businesses. That's bigger sure. and that's better. And now they're making use of that old building. Isn't that what you liberals want for us to? You just reuse? want that building to be empty forever? Yeah. 
And the other thing about this is this, Lizzie, you made the very, 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 very good point about how these things were happening before and people didn't seem to care about it. Uh, and, and I just want to say that I, I, I go on record as, you know, somebody who, if you didn't care about something at any point in history, because like maybe, for example, you didn't know about it, um, you're or never you allowed like the to guy care who about was it. doing it. Well, I mean, but even if you like, even if you just didn't know that it was happening at that time, you're not allowed to ever care about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, even if now, like looking back, you're like, wait, it was fucked up back then. Uh oh. If you didn't say anything then, that then, then that means you're not allowed to care about it. I don't want, I don't want to push it back, but I do want to be clear. Like, if you did like the guy who was doing it before, you Uh know, and you don't like the guy who's doing it now. Like, yeah. maybe uh, if what you, uh, well, I see what you're probably just going to want to do is just wait till another guy's in there. And yeah. And you can stop pretending to care. Like, that That could yeah. be your, your out. So you don't have to go out and ruin these people's meals just because, like, the guy with a different letter next to his name is in there. You can just let him go about it. Like, just pretend. Mm-hmm. Just know that very soon the people that are going to be overseeing the child jails will be someone who you identify with better. Yeah, right, because they'll, we don't they'll, want. Though maybe they'll have their own uh, hit podcast where th- <laughs> their 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 bros hang out and crack open beers and talk about voting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which, like, by the way, I do want to say, please vote. You have to vote. Yes. You have this and, November. Nothing is more important than this November. Getting out there and voting. Just vote. I mean, vote, that's people? about the extent of For like my view on politics. You have. If you're not voting, what are you doing? Vote. And, uh, and vote, and vote, vote, vote. Cl- to be clear, you have to vote for the people we say you have to vote for. Now, right. And vote like, specifically for who I want you to vote for. Like if and you, stop if, fighting. Stop fighting until you vote. Don't talk about it with anybody you, know, you know. Do you want to know what's useful? Like, you know what's not useful? Is like yelling at the people responsible for doing politics and embarrassing them so that they'll maybe factor that into their calculations when they do politics. That is not useful whatsoever. You know what is? Donating to causes and people that I tell you to and voting. You have to vote. Vote. Exactly the way we say, though. Like, yes. Like, I just want to be clear. If you <laughs> vote for a different person, that we will You're shame bad. you and that person forever. Forever. Like, we will. Yeah. We will even stop. Well, if you're not voting, if you're not voting the way that we are telling you to do, what are you fucking Susan Sarandon? Are you fucking Susan Sarandon over here? I mean, (laughs) imagine the gall. Yeah, to be Susan Sarandon of all people. Can you believe how Susan Sarandon single-handedly through the entire election? You know, it's it's interesting because I was all set to cast my ballot for Hillary, and then Susan Uh Sarandon came along, and I went, well, you know, I really like the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) Sure. No, here I am in California. My vote, obviously, extremely, extremely important. Very, very important, especially that you vote in California for presidential elections. And It's so important. You have to vote. Susan registered in New York, which is equally another very important state. Another very important state to vote for the Republicans could take over the president in these states i mean but here here i am i'm like ready to vote and then i of course though am a single issue voter and that single issue is who is the susan sarandon telling me to vote for and so when election day came i had to do i had to vote my conscience right. and i mean i watched course, dead man walking <laughs> i watched dead man walking five times in a row before i voted just to get myself pumped yeah as 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 I have done for every election, I mean Susan Sarandon just as important in this election as she has always been in every single election. Like a major major power broker uh, uh, for Democratic power in the United States uh, for as long as I can remember. Certainly, you saw she helped take out Muad'Dib in that Children of Doom movie, and she took yeah. out uh, Hillary Clinton in her life. She's very yeah. now now no, to be clear, She's we've dangerous. been saying like don't hold these people responsible for, you know, the baby jails, the mass deportations, no. everything. No, 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 but no. do hold Susan Sarandon responsible right. for like giving an interview where she said something bad about Hillary um yes. 3 years ago. Um, it's mm-hmm. only fair. That's what It's only fair. I mean like it, it, it's you important know. you hold the right people accountable for mm-hmm. the the things they did that ruined this country. Right. I mean the people who actually did things that tangibly affected the way that life is in the United States like 
That's not the right target, people. That is not the the right people to so be who, focusing on. So who got hit on. this week? Who who got hit this week? Uh, Nielsen or Nielsen? Uh, yeah, Miller. Miller got uh, got outside of his house. Uh, uh, Sanders. Fucking, uh, well, I mean, the best one of the. I mean, are we going to break kayfabe at this point, or what are we going to do here? We yeah, keep we going. Can break it. All right, all right. Keep <laughs> I can keep going. I can keep going. <laughs> That's fun. That was some fun. But I mean, terrible. Well, I mean, it was terrible. It was really. It's so I feel easy bad for all. It's of so them. easy to fall into, man. Fuck. Like, if we just threw in a blue apron there, we like we would have like. Hundreds of thousands of listeners to this episode. <laughs> oh, so sad. It's so sad. Let me just okay for this episode. Let me change my avatar on Twitter to me like me being on some news show or something, and we'll just like post only that clip and see if we get like <laughs> suddenly like five thousand patrons. <laughs> uh, it, it, it could happen. It could happen. Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, you know, some people were people were hit recently, and it was cool actually. Yeah, it was know, great. Break kayfabe a little bit. It's awesome. Like, it's actually, like, to my mind, and maybe I'm a lunatic, I'm like, this is, like, maybe one of the only things that actually does tangibly change politics. It it's works! Like, yes. Like, like, direct action gets the goods, people. Like, like, you know you know what is, like, I mean, I do think it's important to vote and shit, like, whatever. Like, I don't think that, you know, I, I, I don't really think this blue wave is going to happen, uh, and I do think it's a little silly. Does. You know, when people, like, jump on all this stuff being like, donate to me right now. Um... But yeah, like who was hit this week? It's like you know, Kristen uh, Nielsen couldn't have dinner uh, in New York, thanks to or in uh, DC, thanks to the Metro DC DSA. Yeah, uh, awesome. awesome! Oh, I just saw right now. Uh, uh, you know, I just just coming in on the wire. Pissed off mom confronts Scott Pruitt at Washington That's restaurant beautiful. about his many yeah, misdeeds. This is great. Like, uh, I believe I've said this on the show before, but I've talked about the. Uh, novel Vampires uh, by Jonathan mm-hmm. Stankley and the end of the book is just like the, the vampires are like politicians and shit and like they and the protagonists like they've been most of their squad gets wiped out and they're like they see this vampire is going to this gala and it just pisses him off so much that this blood-sucking motherfucker is going out in public and pretending to be human that they basically <laughs> go on a suicide mission to like uh kill him at night at when he's at his most powerful just because he can't stand the thought of them walking around like they're human eating dinner drink drinking champagne eating shrimp being in high society oh, yeah. and i've yeah. been saying more or less that we should be doing the same fucking thing these, these and people it's should good. not these people should not feel comfortable leaving their fucking homes or offices ever no i do agree with that and while i don't advocate for violence no uh, I, we're talking about we're not talking about violent action we're talking i know specific- i just uh, look yeah i before everyone gets mad at us or pulls this clip or something we're not advocating for violence we're just advocating for aggressively annoying these people whenever they show their faces in public Shame what i am them. advocating for it, it's okay in real life it's not okay Don't on twitter but what i'm advocating food? for is targeted harassment that's what i'm arguing that's Within what i'm the, uh, yeah uh, targeted targeted yeah heckling. never appropriate on twitter always appropriate for politicians in public spaces what it boils down to is that they have hurt so many people Mm-hmm. They have fucked with so many people's lives in such a short period of time, too. Uh-huh. And the truth is, is what is nice to see is that some of these Democrats are now getting confronted. Uh, there was this one California state senator who just voted to uh, gut California's net neutrality program to combat uh, Agit Pai. And he was a Democrat. So a bunch of people put up a billboard and shamed him and got in his face. And he just he just did the same thing that Schumer did. He put out yep. a statement going, oh, how dare you? You turned me into a meme and harassed <laughs> me and my family. Me. Oh. Well, I've been memed oh, is what he said. He complained about being memed. These, it's unbelievable. Mm. When you are a public servant, you are accountable to the public. Holy shit. <laughs> it's not that complicated. Yeah. And not only through voting, which is like, you know, what everyone always wants to talk about. Like, wait until November. We're going to get these people. How about like, don't wait until November. Yeah. Just every day. Just every single day. Yeah. If make you see politicians them, afraid again. Yeah. Make yeah them absolutely. <laughs> make them uncomfortable. We, um... All of them. Like, fuck them all, actually. Like, Schumer, Pelosi coming out and, like, this civility thing, which, by the way, it's so funny. Like, 
Schumer and Pelosi are the ones who brought up civility, and now it seems like like liberals are like using it like like Trump said it or something like like something like the White House <laughs> sent out a tweet earlier today, and they're like like more of the famous civility coming out of Washington, and I'm like it wasn't the fucking Republicans that called for <laughs> civility, guys. Like yeah. it, Trump never like called for civility. It was like our extremely uh, bad, you know. Uh, uh, leaders of the well, Democratic that's because, Party. That's because the past few days, Schumer and Pelosi's offices have been in frantic communication with the White House going, how do we fucking put this out? And they yes. don't know how. Well, they, because- and the, the big thing is that it's not going to get put out. Like, this is going to get worse, I think, frankly. Like, not for us. For us, it's going to get better. There's going to be a lot more opportunities to, like, go Make out and yell at people in their faces and shit. But, like, for the politicians, like, it's not getting better. Like, the genie's not going back in the bottle. And, like, you know, if child prisons are not okay, and they're not, uh, they're never going to be okay again. You know right. what I mean? Like, Occupy ICE is blowing up throughout the country, and it's, it's not cool. going away. It's very, very cool. The L.A. campment, the L.A. Occupy ice camp has been here for what, like nine, ten days? <laughs> I think eleven days. Now. Eleven I think days. They, at I think this they've point. been going for eleven days at this point, and it's cool. Like I went down there a couple days. With, you know, Jonathan, you and I went down on we like both the first went. day. You know, and it was wild. Like we're blocking the, you know, the entrances to to the detention center in downtown L.A. And like, and it's you still know, blocked. Getting to yell at guys like, uh, you know, who are leaving in, in Teslas and yeah, shit let's and talk about that. That was employees. very, <laughs> that was very, very funny. So we we visited Ground Game at Occupy LA. Uh, we had an episode with Kendall from Ground Game yeah. uh, earlier, and she's brilliant. The organization that has happened through all of these coalitions is a beautiful thing to see. You have Black Lives very Matter cool. there. You have uh, ICE out of LA. You have DSA religious LA. clergy. You have DSA. You mm-hmm. have, and then you have Ground Game. You have so many different groups coming together to, to LA against fuck ICE, with these so I think, people. is their own thing, separate thing altogether. Uh, and yeah, they basically camped out on Friday. Like, we went down there and, like, you know, it was cool. We, like, blocked off both entrances to the detention center when people were trying to leave from work, like, including very, one very, very pissed off, like, Tesla owner, uh, who, I mean, you've got to have, like, some kind of position in government when you own a Tesla uh, as a government employee. Uh, so, by the way, it, it's important to note that the grunts do not park in this building. You right. do not get the—it's like a movie studio. You do not get right. the drive-on pass unless you have— <laughs> Uh, a You're big fancy. role to play, yes. So the guys coming out of the detention center in, like, Audis and Teslas, uh, they are, like, pretty directly collaborators. They're pissed uh, off, So it was dude. fun. They were really fucking pissed off at us. It's, like, very nice to, like, block people who have never had anyone say no to them for their entire lives. And then also tangibly, like, the, the you know, the encampment up there has blocked the exit from, uh, like, basically the prisoner transport bus exit since, like... Going on now, like, 11 days. So, you know, tangibly, like, life is getting worse for the people who are, like, doing family detentions and all detentions, uh, because all detentions are bad, uh, uh, here in Los Angeles. So, you know, that stuff is heartening, you know, in the face of uh, a lot of other mega fucked up stuff going yeah. on. A city councilman got himself arrested today in, in, yeah. the, in support and solidarity with Occupy ICE. I never would have imagined an L.A. city councilor would do that. It's yeah, becoming well, a mainstream thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it is actually like, like at this point I'm like we got to go further or something because like it's too centrist to just say abolish. <laughs> ICE yeah, at this point. prosecute them. Prosecute <laughs> ICE is the leftist position now. Yeah, pro- Abol- prosecute ICE now. It's uh, it's pretty. It's, great. it's been very cool. So yeah, I, I you know shout out to the uh, the people <laughs> at the encampment down there. I've been going down when I can. I will not lay any claim to doing any kind of organizing or anything down there, but I think that what is happening down there is uh, it's extremely extremely cool, and it's very cool to see like. You know, and it's been happening already, but it's exciting to see more sort of like radical leftist politics taking hold in uh, Los Angeles, which is, you know, for a a very progressive city, you know, for a very progressive city, it's also like uh, a very comfortable city. Uh, And while there are a lot of people doing a lot of great work, it's, you know, it's just nice to see that there's like more energy and support for it uh, uh, right now uh, during, you know, some of the like uh, most sort of notable times. Uh, of my life anyway i don't know it was pretty great seeing you yell at that guy because we kept asking him do you work for ice he said no i work for the u.s government and then we said do you work with ice he would not respond so 
We said, uh, you, you yelled, what was it, no Tesla exit today? <laughs> I said there was no te- Tesla exit tonight. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, he, like, hilariously did the thing that they all do where he's like, I'm just trying to get home to my family. Just which, trying oh, to get home to my you family. Guys, Motherfucker. please. <laughs> Um, oh, so that was man. cool. It's cool to go down there. You know, uh, uh, it's cool. Go to check see. it out. It's still yeah. there. Yeah. And if you can't check it out, you know, donate money to uh, to them. I think they're at LA Against Ice on Venmo. Yeah. Uh, and they're doing and then, cool shit. Down and then there. at Assistance to the Resistance for their food because yes. they're, they're feeding people. Yeah, they're feeding people down there too. So what else has been going on these days, uh, guys? Well, A lot we, of we, bad shit. What we, we actually didn't talk about um, possibly. The funniest example of what's going on with people being held accountable for their actions, and that's uh, Alan Dershowitz's op-ed about oh, how oh, he's God. being shunned in Martha's Vineyard. The horrendous social consequence of going on Fox News and defending Trump every single day of your life. Oh man, it's kind of funny. Like this it's is a super guy. Funny. Who, this is a guy who will defend any scumbag for the right price. He's never been secretive about it. You know, that's what Alan Dershowitz right. does. He's a piece of shit. He's yeah. not a good defense attorney. I mean, he's a good defense attorney, but he's essentially he's a sociopath who lives by the loophole, and which is why he will never get in trouble for all of those weird flights with uh, on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very funny. And so his in first the article, wife. <laughs> for, for the people who haven't read the article, it's basically just like, uh, uh, it's Alan Dershowitz complaining that since, you know, he has been pro-Trump, his friends at Martha's Vineyard are shunning him. He now doesn't get invited to anything, and in fact, people are... Actually, even mean to him there on Martha's Vineyard. And the thing that I find most interesting about it is kind of what you're saying, JDB, is that like this guy's been like a piece of shit sociopath for as long as he's been in the public eye. So the thing I take from this is that the people of Martha's Vineyard are becoming like more aware, I guess, like or like that it's like suddenly not cool to like pal around with like uh, monsters. No, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately. That is not the case. You're giving him too much credit. Uh, yeah, oh, boy. It, if it, anybody has <laughs> oh, the no. opportunity to listen to Brett Easton Ellis' podcast, he lays it out because he knows these people and similar people like it. It really is a case for the rich, um, of course, of Trump derangement syndrome. Now, that sounds like something that some right winger would make up. But yeah, every president has their own yeah, arrangement. But, syndrome. but when it comes to Trump specifically, there's a certain class of wealthy liberal who has been driven, you know, a little mad by the fact that he's president. And it's not because of ice detention or anything like that or any of his no. policies or building the wall or his racism or sexism necessarily. It's just it's really an aesthetic objection it's crude like it's yeah. not it's embarrassing to when you go to europe it's they're emba- it's embarrassing now yes and so that's why they're so angry about trump and people and shun are shunning dershowitz like dershowitz has really has nothing to worry, worry about because when trump's out of office they can replace they can replace him with pence and he wouldn't be treated like this but there's I something went to davos <laughs> And I saw my friend Pierre at the World Economic Forum, and he said, I cannot believe that you must deal with this lout. And I just, I was shaking. Yeah, so, like, these these people, like, they're not on our side. The Martha Vineyard has not joined the resistance, sorry. Um, they're just mad that, like, their president is a clown, and then everybody laughs at them. That's basically... It like we are laughing stocks to the international community. Oh, and because they gave all that money to Hillary Clinton, and it was a complete another bust. They thought it was a sure thing. They don't like getting ripped off. Like bro. they don't like spending. Yeah, that is true. They don't, like, they don't like spending They're money. Like, what we don't have any like influence now. Like we just we just like spent so much money at these fucking dinners. Like. This guy, like, like we got beat by Peter Thiel. What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I see people, rich people, get you know angry about like 
you know, $600 dishwashers all day. I can just imagine if you gave like $600,000 to Hillary Clinton <laughs> and got fucking dick for it. Like, they, you, saw that, you saw that Lee Daniels video, right? Where Lee Daniels got confronted. Oh, yeah, by oh, Dane man. Dash. I, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because, like, I really don't like Dame Dash. As much as I love Dipset and, like, Dame Dash is, like, just such a part of what they mean, I've never really liked his attitude because they always pissed off. But it, it was kind of funny how people were... Or like like super like on Dame Dash's side immediately. I thought that was because I because Lee Daniels was a, a jerk to Monique. Yeah. So this was No, revenge. it was it was the it was the opposite actually. A lot of people who weren't on Monique's side were fucking taking Dame Dash's side and people were calling it out. I'm like, I don't know how you don't take Monique's side. Monique rules. She's always been right about everything. Um so you <laughs> should have listened to her in, in the first place. I actually think it's kind of funny that Lee Daniels took $2 million of Dame Dash's money and didn't pay it back. That's actually really funny. <laughs> like, of all the people, like, I feel, I, I don't know if Dame Dash is a gangster, but he certainly has, like, of all the people I wouldn't want to take $2 million from, like, he's on one top of the list. Like, he's a philanthropist he, he, now. He, he's right behind, like, Suge Knight, I would say, <laughs> as far as taking his money and running. And Lee Daniels, who is not, like, a tough guy at all. In fact, Dame Dash... <laughs> Called him out. That for is not really being, funny, actually. He just took his money. He took two million dollars of Dave Dash's money and just sitting there <laughs> with like a cape on and just and a scarf and just like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll give you a call tomorrow, Dave. And he can definitely, <laughs> he, he, he definitely like unless he's very stupid, he has two million dollars. Like Empire's a hit. He's made many movies since Precious. I feel like I there's don't... no point of wealth where like. Get paying back two million dollars feels good. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you're never gonna want to do it. Um, it's really funny. Uh, well, speaking yeah. of so Dershowitz, yeah, Poor Dershowitz. Dersh- Sorry, Alan. Uh, I hope that uh, when all these people forget when we get another president in, that you will get to go to nice dinners and shit again. Uh, yes, but you but you will be in my prayers until then, Alan. Yeah. So and and. It- by the way, the article is called the title Maxine Waters does not speak for Democrats or liberals. Oh, yeah, and what does that it has nothing to do with that. It has that nothing is so funny. What is going on with, you know, Sand with Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the rest of them has nothing to do with what Dershowitz is dealing with. He's talking about his friends not liking him because yeah. of what he's doing. <laughs> it's because not, he's a paid apologist for a fascist administration. Like it has, yeah. no, it's it's a very personal thing for him. It has nothing to do with what's going on in the larger culture. So, uh, fuck you, Alan. Alan, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Alan. So, speaking, but good things are going on. Yes. Yeah, sp- <laughs> It's not just the Supreme Court falling into bad people's hands. It's also small but very, very important victories for the left in the mainstream. Absolutely. I mean, did you guys notice that uh, Alexandria Ocasio won her uh, no uh, way. primary there? How exciting, Really? Huh? Wow. I mean, yeah. No, it, uh, it <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, a lot of people uh, uh, that, like, you know, cover – news and especially cover like democratic news and stuff like stuff about the democratic party and get paid didn't millions like of dollars who, and make a lot it. a lot of money for it didn't seem to like know about this person uh before well, no, she won the election it's, right? it's obvious i mean this is what the new york times does the new york times uh does not ever cover candidates who win that's part of their strategy that was designed in advance <laughs> but i do i, mean, I, I do want to funny, take like, a second to shout out to friend of the show friend in real life kay halper who interviewed um uh ocasio cortez uh before she won yeah. um gave her the yeah. Kay halpert show bump and she also interviewed yeah. ben jealous before he won as well uh-huh. so yeah Okay, shout out to Katie Hopper. If you're a politician, go on her show. Don't come on go our. On Katie don't go, don't come on our show. Um, we, She's we're not actually allowed fun. on our show, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. We we have uh, a no politicians rule, so uh, you're not allowed to come on the show, even if you want to. Even if you're Alexandria Ocasio, it's never going to happen. Sorry, <laughs> oh, wait, actually, I, I take that back because <laughs> I heard that she's into Star Trek. And if oh, she, yeah. if she wants to come on and do a deep dive into Deep Space Nine, and only that. No politics. She like tweeted about how she compared herself to Jane Away. Uh-huh. Jane Way. Jane Way. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Now um, that you say that, like, like Jane Way is a good character. 
a great and she's great actress but forager is just like clearly one of the lesser um star trek so I don't know. I don't. So, I don't know. I, I don't know about so her. So you're now. off on Acacia now. I think. No, I think like... I'm, I'm turning. And her, the person who's running against her, the Republican, he yeah. is the funniest politician in America. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's doomed. Like, oh, but no, he, no, well, he's like a he's like a family court guy. He's literally a family court guy. Like like Felix willed him into existence. Like he, <laughs> he literally has Facebook posts. They're like, you know, people are talking about, you know, families being separated at the border. But what about all the families being separated in family court around the country? <laughs> so he's like, a, he's like, he's running on father's rights and that's it. Uh, oh, he's a yeah. divorced dad. And he's like, oh, <laughs> that's, that's so sad. It, is, it actually is really sad. It's just, but it's also yeah. kind of funny, but it's it, pretty funny. Yeah, no, it's she, she it's deeply blue. It is so incredibly satisfying to see Nancy Pelosi's handpicked successor get smacked wow. in the face. It's so good. Really, really nice. Really, this guy really didn't nice. even live even close to where he was trying to represent. He's yeah. you know, the head of the Queen's Democratic Party for what, twenty years? Didn't show up to what, debate. He sent uh just he sent a proxy to to debate her. I'm like, like, how much disrespect can you show? Like, he deserves to lose just for that. The money, he took money from Sheryl Sandberg. He took money from, from Google. He took money from, I think, Bezos. He took money from multiple, you know, Manhattan banks. And the money didn't help him at all. He got his ass no, kicked. he got smashed. By, you know, a bartender who just said, I'm going to make a change She's for two months younger than me. It yeah. makes me feel like shit. It's so great. It's so great. She's so awesome. It's really very cool. It, it is like perfect in so many ways. And, and you know, it is very cool that she's also now using this platform to like call out or to uh, uh, highlight other sort of leftist candidates around the country and also to and to like, post to do some posting, yeah. of which I do she appreciate. Definitely a poster. She's like. She's doing a real good job with the posting, I must say. And, like, you know, she's, like, getting in some nice digs at the people who deserve nice. She's better at posting than I am is how I feel, actually. <laughs> it's, like, I go too far. I get too angry. I got a little more JDB in me. But, like, she's doing, like, really good posts that are, like, very targeted and directed, uh, uh, you know, at, at like, the – Apparat the party apparatus of the Democratic Party, like, like who needs to get? Yeah, involved the people who did have gone into JDB mode. The people who no, don't, I have not. Don't you dare say that. <laughs> but like it is important because to point out, like the Democrats did not want her, like right. whatsoever. Like they don't want her or anyone like her to eat, to yeah. run or win or even exist. Really, like the she is the type of woman that they want to go around and prop up their candidates to do all the work right. for right. them to prop up the people that they handpick and choose. And she said, "No, if I'm going to do all this organizing, I'm going to do it for myself, so I can make sure my views are heard and the p views of the people I fight for are going to be heard." And she won with that. She actually yeah. did the hard work that all those volunteers um, that are never celebrated, never supported. None of those people get, you know. The, uh, VC investment uh, investments into their podcast after they work on a failed Oops. fuck exactly after they work they don't get hired they don't get flown out to another place after they uh, blow John Offs off campaign and get paid <laughs> uh, you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to blow other campaigns like that just doesn't happen for them and she said no enough is enough I'm gonna you know yeah. do this and it's awesome and it's so good it's really awesome it's it, did you guys see her on did you guys watch her on the view by any chance no i didn't i've, I've been watching some of her tv interviews and, so and i i watched it and i like i like think it's really important and cool actually for her to go on the view uh and it is really funny like even like you know megan mccain and i don't know who the other one is that's like the conservative one but like they just like her so much that they don't even want to like debate the socialism thing like they're like well we're not going to agree with you on the socialist thing but like let's talk about something else because like, you're cool or whatever. Uh, yeah. But what was really great about her interview on The View, and like you have to keep in mind, like The View is a hugely watched show with like a, like you know a demographic that it would be good to have start thinking about the left. Uh, 
she on the view talked about how like the party apparatus of the democratic party like didn't want her to win and how that, like yes there were people like how there were like uh you know local council members for example who would like privately tell her that they like her but wouldn't be photographed with her because that right. would fuck up their like relationship with like the party bosses well and yeah let's... That, that right there is a very important message to yeah be that's out very to good the like, entire yeah. audience of the view yeah because it's very okay go ahead just because the thing that kind of troubles me about her win is, you know, after, immediately after she won, like, you saw all the fucking usual suspects who hate her politics and hate people Congratulating like her. Congratulating her and kissing like, her trying, ass. No, not even that, but, like, trying to, like, make her a part of their narrative and their option And, like, well, co-op. I mean, let's talk specifically about the fucking Pod Save America yes. guys who, like, uh, I hate with my whole life. Me too. I fucking hate the Pod Save America guys. I'm just going to say it. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I know that they, like, have the crooked network and they're like you know they've hired like one or two people that like we like or something or at least theoretically that's the idea but fuck those like those guys suck <laughs> yeah, like, they, they are fucking, fucking horrible the show is bad the show is like only meant to sort of offer comfort to people like it's like barney it's barney for like democrats is what it is like they get to go to a thing and everybody wears like a massing t-shirt and guys come out and like clap and be like come on everybody like let's vote or whatever like i hate that corny shit and i do hate those fucking guys like trying to jump on this after the fact like i tweeted out like seven minutes like seven minutes after the ap announced it was like this is a really inspiring political advertisement it's like okay dude like that's not really a useful time to share a fucking political advertisement but then even in the clip it just like but it but it means that they knew who she was they just were actively trying to bury her it wasn't like no, oh he, we weren't paying he, attention i don't even know i don't even know i don't think he, they did know who yeah, she was they're just did. like on fucking tour like doing playing games like uh like you know like steve bannon or steve mnuchin like yeah. whatever like they probably didn't know because they're just making a fucking hbo show right now you know what i mean and like right, they're on the phone with nancy pelosi who they like say, think is a badass or whatever but even in the clips from the show and i will never ever fucking listen to the show but just like the clips that i saw tweeted out with these guys like trying like they're just immediately trying to like lay claim to that the reason why ocasio won is because of the brand of politics that we have been saying you gotta do like it's not about socialism it's not about like offering it's not about these ideas which you know are actually why she won and like the positive america guys can't say because they don't want to like give up their access to all these like ghoulish politicians that they like rest their entire lifeblood on and you know also the venture capital places that give them money and the advertisers that give them money uh they can't say that because they don't want to piss all these people off so instead they have to be like what Ocasio's victory was about was about, like, the positivity of politics. We talk about that on this show uh, all the time. And, like, you know, what it means to, like, be an organizer on the ground. And, obnoxious. of course, the importance of voting. You, you gotta see how, like, she got voted in by voting. And so that means that you gotta vote. Another thing. No, I, no, I, I don't want to move on from this because, like, this, no, no, no. This is a, this, but this is just, just what really just infuriates me about them and their whole fucking shtick. Like, like these people get paid a lot of money to do this stuff. They don't know what they're fucking talking about. They clearly in that clip that uh they don't know anything about her, why she won, mm-hmm. and they just right. get out there and they fucking fake it. And they get yep. out there and pretend and then get out there and just lie to the people yes. who they who who trust them to know what the fuck they're talking about. Just be- Yeah, they yeah. manipulate. They manip- and it's just like it it disgusts me on such a basic level as someone uh- who does this stuff and actually like I once watched like 15 hours of Hannibal in 10 hours so I would know what the fuck I was talking about on a bonus episode for my show. Okay? These mother- it's the basic homework. These motherfuckers couldn't even like look like read a couple articles or look up what some of the or even watch like what Kay Halp the work that Kay Halper has already done to have a responsible take. No, instead they immediately start trying to co-opt it, start lying to people, start making up these stories, and it just infuriates me. And it really infuriates me how so many people don't see through this because what do people talk about all the time? They talk about what white mediocre men like having the confidence of a mediocre white man and these people are the poster child for that right like mediocrity yes poster child for white male mediocrity but for some reason all the people who are always talking about that 
love them still. I don't. Yeah, get it. for real. Like I, I also think it's very annoying that like John Favreau, like right after the election or after you know uh, uh, the Alexandria Ocasio uh, primary, like went out there and like started trying to like use it to like dunk on leftists from like his personal belief. And now John is very careful about this kind of shit because like he you know was a fucking presidential speechwriter, so he knows how to be like a little weaselly with the things he says. So he goes out there and like does it in the way where he's like dc media tends to equate like yes. leftism with like being angrier or more shrill okay like you know how they used to do like the obama uh anger translator on key and peel i'll do like the uh john favreau translator that just means i think that leftists are annoying or shrill that is what John Favreau means when he says yeah, that. He's, like, he's demanding civility. Who are you talking about when you say that? And then he goes he goes on from there to be like, you know, this is a good win to show that like leftism isn't only about like insulting your enemies or, or like by focusing on Trump. Which right. first of all, I'm like, dude, who the fuck do you think is focusing on Trump? Like actually who like the left is the left defined by like our anger toward no. Trump and that like no. that's the only thing we that's care your about? I don't actually yes, think so. <laughs> I the actually Trump Russia think hashtags think- didn't come from the fucking uh you know, the, the, the wobblies. No, absolutely. I, I think that, like, if we're going to talk about, like, people who are, like, basing their entire political ideology off of just hating Trump, I don't think the finger can be pointed at leftists. I think it can be more accurately pointed at, like, Pod Save America and, like, Chuck Schumer MSNBC. and Nancy Pelosi, MSNBC. Like, you're more fucking center Democrat, you know, publications and, and media. Like, it is just not true about the left that they're, that we're so focused on demolishing Trump that we, like, don't have any, like, you know, it's not thoughts real. or policies. It's not fucking true. That's actually the only thing that any of us have ever cared about is policy. Right. And, and that's, that's why. why and, and I also want to point out, like, Ocasio is fucking a- Ocasio Cortez is angry. She is yes. pissed off. Yeah. And righteously so. That's the thing. When you're actually angry for a good reason, people respond to that. They responded to Trump's anger. Mm-hmm. They responded to Bernie Sanders' anger. They did not respond to Hillary Clinton's anger because it was mostly about her being annoyed that she had to try to win an election. <laughs> like that is the main well, difference. Uh, she had Well, to I'm trying to campaign. build a big tent these days, and it's very interesting. I've been seeing like Acasio has like Brought and that's also you know the child prisons has like brought over a bunch of people who were like very who I found very annoying online during the 2016 election who are like some of the like people who I disagreed with the most I I have been very heartened from my very small small corner of I the haven't. world that you know I'm, I'm yeah, I know you don't care I, I, as much no, for no, it because like, the thing simply is is like like so so they like Ocasio Cortez because she was a socialist who wasn't running. Against Hillary Clinton. Against Hillary Clinton. Clinton. So right. when she has to, or somebody like her, runs against someone like Hillary Clinton or someone they like as much as Hillary Clinton, then that all that you know, you left unity is just going to go by the wayside because they're not there for her politics or her message or her passion. That's like, true. like that's and then and there's I don't, a tokenization issue yeah, oh, as well, that, and that's that oh, yeah, really, really, really weird, weird. racist. The Trevor Noah thing is so fucking like his. What like, the clip fuck was that? Was really, Cancel really the Daily Show. Yeah. Yeah, Cancel it, the Daily that clip Show. Is like really fucked up. Like to, to your biggest takeaway from uh, her victory is just that like she like talks like Rosa Perez. Like uh. I, that's just like malpractice. Like this guy does not know shit about politics. He doesn't care about politics. Doesn't know anything He's about comedy. Politics, like. <laughs> He doesn't know anything about comedy either, but that's a whole different thing. But, like, that's the thing. is like, I didn't even, like, love Jon Stewart's Daily Show ever, really, but especially toward the end. But I did kind of feel like this guy, like, knew and cared about politics. I do not think that about this Trevor Noah. He just doesn't give a fuck. Trevor and, Noah's and the writers, like and the writers dinner, are like, checked out, too. The oh. writers are clearly, <laughs> like, the millennials will love it because they're the same writers who have been there for 25 fucking years. No, I think it's actually a lot of newer writers now. But oh, really? I do think, But I do think, though, that, like, just, like, the writing staffs of all... I mean, honestly, like, if you're in New York media, and let's be honest, like, New York media includes, like, the political comedy media out there, which is, like, where basically all the political comedy is being done, I guess, outside of, like, Lee Camp's show and, like, Real Time or whatever, like... You know, it's like Samantha B, New York Media, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, Daily Show, Klepper, uh, John Oliver, John Oliver, like Seth Myers, Seth Myers, like, uh, 
Every single fucking one of these shows is done over in New York, and I think that event at a certain point, like I guess Kimmel's the exception, yeah. But but that's not really a political comedy show, and it's really the problem here is not necessarily even that it's the same people that have been writing it for fifteen years, but just you're getting just one crop of type of person to write on these shows, and it's like people who are like kind of already in the New York media ecosystem. Mm. I think it is just like this sort of very incestual group that. Kind of jumps around from job to job, and true. So eventually, I could have been one of them. I should have done that. Yeah, I know. You, you, it would have been nice. It would have been nice. Just I should have not. I should have never posted <laughs> yeah. and just done that, those fucking stupid. And then, jobs he, and then, but and then you would to... be writing. You would be writing for you know one of the five new Netflix talking head shows coming out. There's so you many. You could have been writing for now. Joe McHale. Well, it's just funny to me that like it feels like every comedian is getting a Netflix show, and they're all political, whether or not. That person has ever been like a political mind. Ever. Jim Jeffries is the weirdest example in my. Well, opinion. I don't know. Like Jim Jeffries, like I, you know, I don't really know that much about his comedy, but I did like that uh, the Peterson thing. I really like Jim Jeffries' show, legit on FX. All uh, Jim Jeffries for thirty years, his whole comedy shtick was like, "I'm trying to be better because I've done horrible things." So. Uh-huh. It was a weird transition. I mean, the guy reminded me of Doug Stanhope for most of his stand-up career. Yeah. And so now he's just like, it, there is something kind of sad about seeing him getting absorbed into that Bork. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is the, it is true that, like, you know, everyone said, like, is comedy going to, is Trump going to be good for comedy? And the answer is a resounding nope. no. Yeah, let it's me just very, read. very, very bad. Let me just read this joke right quick for you from Jen Jeffrey's uh, Twitter feed today. Boy. If Russia wins the World Cup... It's fake news. 5,000 yeah, likes. He's no good. He's 5, no good. He's no Come good. on. No I guess good. it's a great way to make money doing nothing. But. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. I, I, I do want to clarify something. I do want to say, like, there are legitimate people who may um, move over leftwards because they see someone like Ocasio-Cortez or Cynthia Nixon Et cetera, et cetera, all these, you know, kind of transformative uh, figures who get popped in the mainstream. But I think most of the honest actors kind of saw that with Bernie Sanders and like any and like I'm really suspicious of the people like who are just coming over now. And I'm a little suspicious of these talk show hosts that are like, well, uh, what is democratic socialism? Could you explain that to us? It's like, didn't. This already happened. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, look, people don't have long memories is the thing. And I do think that like for a lot of people, like, you know, personality does play into politics as much yeah. as I think that that's like a very, very silly thing. And like, you know, I am willing to accept. And also, like, I'm willing to accept if people are like, you know what? Like, I thought it was like, I don't personally ascribe to this. But if they're like, I thought it was so important, you know, that's because that's what all these people go to now is they're just like, you know, because the other guy was Trump and was like the most important election of all time. And I'm like, but, you know, still like, let's just not fight. The other guy wasn't Trump during the Democratic primary. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) But people. But here's the thing, like that same line that people just use to justify not supporting Bernie Sanders in the primary. Oh, he's too far to. Oh, I love the guy. I, I, I want universal health care etc etc but you know he couldn't win in the general election first of all Hillary clinton lost the general election we know that could not win because that because that happened two years ago secondly um so but people are using that same talking point now since ocasio cortez has won to say well yeah she won in new york city but she can't win in the midwest or duckworth which is so funny because it was like they were saying it about the midwest like when Bernie was running, they're like, "Sure, he can win in the Midwest, but can he win in the South?" Yes, like, um, you mean this? Uh, yeah, like Hillary, all those states that Hillary picked up in the South in the general election. Right. Yeah, hugely popular. I think in she the got South. negative votes in a few states. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, like you are absolutely right about that. That the pundit class is saying that. I will just say that from my corner of the world here in Los Angeles, seeing like creative people and like you know comp comedians and shit like i am a little bit heartened and i do think that the movement is more real and i think that maybe these people are like a little too influenced by the exact kind of pundits that we're talking about but i do think that these people are like 
you know, there are people who are like, I, you know, I, I don't want to like name names, but like, there are people who I swear to you would have like gotten in an argument about Hillary for the entire day who are now posting like, fuck Nancy Pelosi, fuck Chuck Schumer, <laughs> like people yeah. like, like, and maybe it just is like the creative world here in Los Angeles, but like, I really do see like a leftward drift happening out here. And I'm, right. I'm happy about it, even if I, I will just hold my tongue forever and like, never ever say anything about like but two years i just cannot do it i don't i'm gonna try to be helpful you're trying to be a good person i I, I respect i I I respect that too jack but you know when it's kamala harris and cory booker running on a uh protect ice um ticket before not abolish ice ticket that's a kathy griffin endorsed we're gonna see um where these people's loyalties really lie, <clears throat> because it's really easy to say like, "Oh yeah, I really I like the uh, smart, funny, um, uh, charismatic uh, congresswoman from a district in New York I'll never visit and right. have anything to do with." That's not not hard, not a hard thing to do. Glenn Beck did yeah. it, so it's not yeah. hard for anybody else. It's not a hard bar to cross. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I think that you guys are like right, and it is worth like being very wary of these people. Uh, but I will remain to be, uh, I will remain hardened by it in the short term, and you know, I ultimately think that like. While, you know, this Trump presidency in a lot of ways is kind of like the twisted mirror image of the Obama presidency, like this is another guy who kind of rode in, you know, from out of nowhere, uh, you know, in politics anyway, based a lot on kind of like being like a celebrity and like a big speaker and having like really big rallies and stuff like that. Uh, And another way that it's a mirror of the Obama presidency is that he's been very effective. Uh, so that's one way that it's the opposite of the uh, right. the Obama presidency Trump, Trump, is that well, he's Trump, been a very effective president. Trump so all erased, I'm hoping Trump yeah. erased eight years in two. How do you yeah. do that? I, I so all I'm hoping is that you know in the way that this is like the fucked up twisted mirror image of the Trump president Trump presidency that we're also witnessing now the like mirror image of the Tea Party movement, which I I, I do think that there are real parallels to like Eric Cantor uh, uh, and uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Uh, and especially in the way that, like, the party itself has been reacting to the win. Right. So we get That's our all far I want left. Is, like, you know, basically what happened under Obama is that people got so mad at Obama that they formed a Tea Party. And, like, they were, you know, and, it, you know, they were advocating for, like, absolutely out there policies, like, you know, that were completely outside of what was acceptable. And they yelled about it and got really mad about it for long enough and grew enough power and momentum. And they got a shitload of money from Freedom Works. That's true. But then they, but then they the got Koch their, brothers. they got their Tea Party president. They got their, like, big populist guy in there who will, like, do the shit that, that, you know, he wasn't even, like, part of the Tea Party, but he is, like, make no mistake, like, the Tea Party president. And so I'm just hoping that, like, you know, we end up getting that over on our side. Is that, like, I would actually be totally happy if we got a president who just fucked off and played golf all day, so long as he was, like, surrounded by socialists who were, like, absolutely, you know, Like a, rever- a reverse Reagan. Yeah, like, laser targeted on getting, like, socialist policies passed. Like, I would be totally fucking fine with that. So I, I do think that we're in, like, the, the reverse Tea Party movement. And sadly, as we all know, that means Trump's going to win in 2020. Yes. Yeah, he's going to win, but, you know, maybe we'll elect a shitload of socialists in 2022. Who knows? I know. Well, you that's, know? That's, that, that's the hope that I see, is that, like, if this is a trend, and I kind of believe that it is and will be a trend, uh, that this is just going to lead to, like, you know, I, I think that basically the way this is going to end up is Nancy Pelosi is going to be very, very annoyed by all the people she has to work with. Good. Because the way that the press covers candidates like her, they, they treat – like millennials are now in their fucking 30s. I know. I'm a they, millennial they, and I'm fucking 32 years old. Millennials like, you know are I written mean? about – yeah, millennials are written about like they're 14 in the mainstream media, like, often by are, other millennials. We are adults now. You know what I mean? Like what, what millennial as a term means is like somebody who came of age around the turn of the millennium. So we're talking about people that were like – maybe like between 12 and 19 at like the year 2000 like we're talking we are now fucking 18 years past the year 2000 we are adults now like yes. please start treating us like adults we're like a full general. adult's age past the year 2000 <laughs> at this point like <laughs> if you yeah no i mean if 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 
you know, if boomer capitalists keep this generational warfare up, uh, they're not going to have anybody to take care of them when they go in the retirement homes. Well, uh, Nancy Pelosi is just looking forward to her, like, $29 million taking care of her uh, when she eventually retires, totally annoyed and surrounded by uh, people that she thinks of as children, but who are actually in their mid-30s uh, trying to do politics. All right. That's a good place as any uh, to wrap yeah. it up. Um, thank you for so much for listening. Have a good one. All right, later, everybody. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.